0: Country, women, and men. Lend me our ears! <laughs> Susie and Sarah here with the Brain Candy Podcast. I believe this is episode 94, but you know what? We've been known to get that wrong, so who knows? Who cares? So what if who there's cares? somebody at
1: home who's like counting and they're like checking a box and they're like, no, it's
0: 93. <laughs> and then I had somebody send me an email about one of the episodes, but they put 90 slash 91 because we they had said it. Yeah. Know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So nobody what? Knows who, who cares? What's happening today? How are you, Suze? You know, I'm really good, and I am excited about today's content because it's kind of a potluck. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love potlucks. Well, yeah, we should have oh, food. Oh, my
1: gosh. Before we even start, this gets me started. You know what I went to yesterday? Hmm. The best buffet I've ever been to. Oh, because you were in Vegas. I was in Vegas. And let me tell you, I, I almost changed my flight today coming home. So that I can make it to the breakfast buffet. Stop! I almost got on a later flight. What hotel? Flight. Uh, it's called the Wicked Spoon at the Cosmopolitan. Oh, my dear Lord. It was heavenly. And then I was just really mad at my husband that he didn't take me there before. What and did you eat there? What didn't I eat there? <laughs> Is it, well, and now that I'm eating, like, only fish, and, and but I had like, crab legs, I had mussels, I had sushi, I had a vegan mango tapioca pudding for dessert. Good Lord. Oh, so nice. Wait,
0: this is reminding me. Did oh, I, I'm hungry. Did I tell you that I got into a little tiff with a listener about your diet? Oh,
1: no. Did you? I love how you're defending my diet without me. Tell me. What is it Are about? Let, they don't like it?
0: Do you want me to read it or summarize? It's up to you. you
1: I mean, whichever you feel like doing. You can summarize or you
0: can, you Um. Know. So somebody wrote, you know, just in the Brain Candy Crush closed yeah. group, that was like, you know, what do, have you got what do you think of Sarah's new um eat for your blood type diet? And, you know, some people were like, oh, I was thinking about trying it or whatever, stuff yeah. like that. And then somebody wrote, and I, I didn't pull it up, so I can't read it exactly, but it was the essence was and she used the word that she was disappointed in us because we were advocating something that was not based in science.
1: First of all, I start. I started my sentence. The very first thing I said when we got into that conversation, I remember, was this is not for anyone. Consult your physician yeah. before blah, 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 blah. I said there are 7 billion people on the planet. There are 7 billion diets that work.
0: <clears throat> That's it. Yeah, I mean, and Don't people... Me. And
1: <laughs> also, would you be disappointed in me if I had only... McDonald's would you be disappointed in me if I only ate like hot no, dogs for the rest of my life it wasn't life? Like- that
0: she She said and I have pulled it up now it said um, this is completely unfounded in anything scientific there are no controlled peer reviewed studies to support mm. this just like a lot of other fad diets it's also really disappointing that this podcast which prides itself on science and knowledge would dispense such erroneous information I didn't I said well, me. so I replied yeah First of all, because that's how you know we're in a fight. Yep. Is mm-hmm. when she I do Started that. with
1: first of all, we'll count people. Thanks, the for, scissors. No,
0: thanks for listening to the show. Yes. And secondly, we didn't dispense such erroneous information. Sarah simply said she cut out meat because she's trying this diet. I'm not following this approach, and Sarah isn't prescribing it to our listeners. She was just sharing what she's doing with regard to her diet. Third, if you've heard Sarah talk about astrology and a million other things, you surely know that her love affair with science isn't exactly consistent. <laughs> right. But then, so I thought that was pretty funny to like, be like, okay, this is not a big deal. But then it, she took Uh-oh. it up a notch. Uh oh. And then she said, no, let me tell you something. <laughs> You've both created this platform and with that, an expectation of shared trust and confidence in what is being shared. And she went on to say that it was tantamount to Donald Trump implying something in the audience, inferring the meaning, then him turning around and saying he's not responsible for it. But so,
1: I, when I start the statement
0: with this only work,
1: this is for me and <laughs> do whatever for you. Yeah. Then you should just can it.
0: So then I said, here's the thing. We're an entertainment program. We're in iTunes society and culture section. Mm-hmm. We're not, nor do we claim to be scientific yeah. experts on anything. everything. Not, but in the interest of clarity, the info we shared was that Sarah lost 16 pounds by eliminating meat from her diet. That is the truth. We said what we meant because she said that we should say what we mean. And um, I said, if we had something... If we had said something erroneous, which we didn't, that's still okay because we're a podcast, and I think we would all be happier if we could, comp- if we don't compare our standard of accuracy and responsibility to that of the president of the all most right. powerful country on earth. <laughs> ah, stick me up there with like Howard Stern. But then I did say later, after I thought about it, you know, we genuinely appreciate the honest opinion, which I do. We do I just think it was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> But, but you know, people... I'm sorry you had to defend my... No, it just seems like sometimes our listeners are really more into the brain aspect and less into the candy aspect, mm-hmm. and vice versa. It depends on the listener. Right. So we disappoint everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? equally.
0: But... Oh,
1: my gosh. So well. do you want to
0: clarify anything in, in the vein of that diet and and what people need to know?
1: I, I mean, <laughs> I, what do you want me to say? It's like, do whatever the heck you want for you. I said that first. Yeah. And so, you know, I just like that drives me bonkers because,
0: like, that's why Sarah's not on Facebook.
1: And also, you know, this is a podcast where Susie and I are just chit chatting and shooting really, shit. We really are. And
0: the I last think thing when you should we, do is ever listen to us. <laughs> when,
1: with the same kind of candid openness that we would normally shoot the shit with each other, like what we would have when we would, like, be sharing a glass of wine, chilling on the porch is what we're doing here and the same way you don't want your friends fact checking you, you know, that's kind of how it is here. If I'm going to go now, if I were to go and present at wearing my hat as a therapy student or Susie and okay. For example, when Susie and I went to Pittsburgh, we were wearing the hat of being people who are speaking from a platform about a certain topic with uh, you know, things that we wanted to make sure we discussed we would be more, uh, we would do a better job of, I don't know, curating what we were going to say or whatever you want like, to ta- say. We would just, you know, well, say substance. That's the- just a
0: very important line to define between our areas of expertise and things that we just find interesting mm-hmm. or, or life experiences. So, Yeah, that was life
1: experience. And then if I say, hey, you all better listen in and do this, then you can come get mad at me yeah but since i'm never gonna say that because everybody's allowed to do
0: whatever the fuck they want to do just you know do whatever the fuck you want to do there's nothing funnier to me than when you get mad (laughs) it's the worst because (laughs) i shouldn't laugh but it's just so different from your normal have we
1: posted the video of me yelling at the oh yes okay good i just hope people can i hope that that gets goes viral you said that did i (laughs) Because the woman lied to me, she said that it was included. She said that my entry at the top was <laughs> going to be included, and you were like wielding an empty water bottle because I wanted to throw it at her face, and I was doing my best to control myself. And I said, "Listen, lady, you, you said, said the
0: ticket was included. <laughs> the ticket was included." <laughs> and then I said, "Did you? Or did
1: you not say that?
0: Did you? Or did you not say that?" And she said, "No."
1: Then you are a fucking liar. <laughs> I have it on tape. <laughs>
0: If you would like to see that, it's on our Facebook page, the Brain Candy Podcast. Uh, it's Sarah yelling at a poor Brazilian woman. She's not poor because she has all my freaking money. Because <laughs> the ticket Ain't was not included. Ain't nothing poor about her. It
1: was not included.
0: All right, Sarah, before we get started, let's talk about the recent spending spree we just went on. What? Thanks to the good people at Spring. Oh, my. Well, first of
1: all, here's why I love this app. If you guys don't know what Spring is, it's an awesome app. For people, maybe you're like me and you're (laughs) like a fashion idiot. I don't know how to get myself dressed in the morning. So thank goodness for the spring app where I can just go on and find designers I should know about, uh, jewelry collections that are great for the season.
0: What did you end up buying? I'm
1: dying to know. Well, it's been pouring down freaking rain in Southern California, like I'm living in Seattle or something. (laughs) So I went on and I splurged. And I got a beautiful pair of Hunter glossy rain boots.
0: I've always wanted those because I live so, in Pittsburgh, where it actually does rain all the time. And I was always envious of the Hunter people.
1: It's great, and it tells you right there all the conditions. If I if there's anything wrong with it, free shipping, free returns. Put it in the box and send it back. I mean, it gives me
0: also outfits that go with the boots. Yeah, I mean, hello. Well, it's the free shipping me. and free returns is like seals the deal for me because I am so indecisive and I like to try things on, but I don't want to go to the mall. Right. So that was perfect. If you want to try it, you can use the app, the spring app from the app store or go to dot com. And if you use code candy, you get 20% off your first order.
1: I'm so excited about this because like Hunter boots, those don't go on sale ever. I know, I know, right? That's what you're getting a discount on. Yeah. That's the best part.
0: So if you go to shopspring.com or if you download the Spring app, and you can get 20% off your hunter boots. I happen to just want a bunch of clothes, so that's what I ended up getting. Yeah, um, they have Diane Von Furstenberg, Marc Jacobs. That's the thing that was weird. I was like, what clothes are these? I'm not familiar with the Spring label. It's not a label. It's a bunch of different brands, and they have yes. – makeup they have home decor i just saw i got an email from them saying they have west elm now oh i know i knew you were gonna
1: die i'm dying <laughs> well that's my new favorite app there you right. go <laughs>
0: deal. so okay go try it spring shopspring.com 20 percent off your first purchase using code candy i have a story oh since this is technically wine time now i have wine a story time. to tell it's yeah. very funny Oh my God, I love it. She's been saying it again. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Last time it did not disappoint. For Christmas, as a gag, mm-hmm. Sarah got me Uh-oh. Um, these pot jelly, like, what are they called? Yeah. Ribbons. They're yeah. like jelly ribbons. Yes, And they're coated in like granular sugar. And she was like, hey, I know sometimes you have trouble sleeping. Give this a whirl. And I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. Favorite
1: her edibles, people.
0: As you guys know, I pass on grass. I am not a smoker. I don't have any desire to smoke pot. But I do sometimes have I've trouble. I have desire to
1: peer pressure into it, though.
0: <laughs> I do sometimes have trouble falling asleep. And it's, hey, legal now in, in California to, yeah. to do the dubs. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to give this a try. Now, these ribbons are uh-huh. quite long. And I didn't want the full dose. And Sarah uh-huh. claims that this is the lowest, lowest possible The lowest dose that dose. they
1: make. I asked them at the store, what is the lowest dose? This is what they gave me.
0: Well, so I, I took, ripped it in half, so I'm doing half of the lowest possible dose yeah. available. Yes. And, you know, the edibles, I guess, take a while to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> like and females. so I woke up in the middle of the night totally tripping on <laughs> a legend pot and got totally paranoid. <gasps> I thought there was someone in my house. No! I thought my kid was going to die. <laughs> Then I went to use the bathroom, and I thought that I was sitting there for three hours. Like I lost all sense of time.
1: I was the like, "The time thing is a popular one." I That's said, happened to me before. To myself, I got to get first up. Time I Even was, though
0: I'm still peeing right now, I should get up because Adam's going to wonder why I'm in here so long.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, you've been peeing the whole time, so it couldn't have been that long. It was probably five
0: seconds. What is
1: that? <gasps> you know what? The first time I ever smoked weed, ever. I remember being so stoned and being like, this is bad. This yeah, is not good. I didn't
0: enjoy it at all. I no. The
1: spins. It was horrible.
0: Oh, did you have anything to drink before? No.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not good. Oh, you shouldn't have that. It
0: was so bad. And so I made Adam do it the next night and he had the same problem. Really? It must be just a really potent. They probably are just too strong. And so now I use um, an inch. It's like a six inch thing. I use an inch, which is a
1: sixth of the prescription. Landon had a similar story when we were in Spain. And uh, he said, what the hell am I supposed to do? Lick it? Is that like the serving size? One lick. <laughs> yeah, then we did. We had taken some edibles, and it was. We took the smallest amount of the smallest piece, and we were just lost in the streets. He's like, "Oh my god! Next time, I'm just gonna lick it."
0: Well, so I just think they must have trouble, yeah, well, really doing dosages. Whole,
1: that's why it being legalized in California is such a good thing. Because in Colorado, it's really. Uh, strict. You know, the dosage and it's everything like that. Like, yes. And yeah. it's really monitored and regulated. Now it's like, not at all. Okay, so like, so you don't really know what you're to, getting. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, so, you know. No,
0: I'm, and then I started to feel bad hey, for I, that. I'm willing to ride that train. <laughs> right. You're fine with it. Totally
1: fine with it. Remember In that fact, guy... I would
0: pay good money to have
1: those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should give them back. I just feeling so I'm back again. The, remember that guy that got high on marijuana and called 911? And he, they went to his house, and he was surrounded by, like, Doritos and Cheetos and stuff, <laughs> and he thought he was overdosing.
1: <laughs> ever, that, I, oh, that's what I was going to tell the story. The first time I ever smoked pot, I ever, my friends took me to Blockbuster Video, because Blockbuster Video existed yeah. at this time. They sold DVDs, so it wasn't, like, that long ago. Um, and uh, I remember they were like, do you want to get out of the car? And I said, No. I can't get out of the car. I have to just stay here. I have to stay here forever. And then I remember staring at the clock. And I was like, okay, I'm going to count to 60.
0: Come on. And if
1: that number does not change by the time I get to 60, then clearly I'm in a time warp all the time stopped. And I, I'm going to be like this forever. This is what it feels like to be crazy. I guess I'm crazy now. I just – my mind went – and well, so I counted to 60 – and the clock didn't change. And I must have gone, what are the that Well, so what is that? I don't, it's just something about time, which, you know, I got to say now in my deeper understand, or after, you know, building up a tolerance that then makes you able to enjoy the benefits of smoking pot. That's one of the perks is that you don't feel, you know how you always say like we're, we all, no matter who we are, are still limited by time. When you smoke pot, there's like very little attachment to, like, I need to get this done right now. Like, da da da. It's more in the moment.
0: Well, yeah, but and that's
1: why people forget shit. And don't right. That's
0: why everyone thinks potheads are losers because they don't, like, and have there are studies
1: that were done that says potheads are only unmotivated while they're on pot.
0: Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> but some people smoke a lot of pot. Yes. And they get nothing done. You just... <laughs> this is true. And so... I went
1: over to a house of somebody who smoked pot on the reg, and let me tell you, it's like they did that instead of clean. Ugh. I couldn't deal. But I'm a pot smoker, and I
0: keep my house tidy, and I, you know, somehow yeah, manage to get... There's not a lot of cleaning going on after midnight over there. <laughs> like, once you do the deal. Oh, once I'm like, signed up to smoke some pot,
1: oh, yeah, we're couch bound.
0: Right. Yeah. And we're so, not getting shit
1: done. <laughs> Except grocery shopping, but just slowly.
0: The edibles, they take longer to kick in, but do they last longer or something? Yeah, it's like a different
1: kind of high, too. It's not really for a lot of people. Like, I'm not a big fan of the edibles. Landon doesn't really like the edibles. I like something a little more instant because I feel like I have more control. Mm -hmm. It's more like, oh, I just the edibles sneak up on you and then by the time you're stoned you forget that you ever took the edible and you're like what do i feel like this oh right because i took edibles but if you just instantly smoke you know a doobie you're gonna be like oh i feel lightheaded and the and that matches what i just did lightheaded so i don't not lighthead you know like 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 woozy no like a different headspace like okay like you know hi hi Yeah. Maybe you don't right. know
0: Well, no, I don't I really don't Except for that one Well, this, this is actually a great segue Because this brings up one of the things I
1: want to discuss In my, uh, uh, you know, poo-poo platter of topics today While you
0: prepare that I just want to talk about how beautiful your skin looks
1: Thanks, Seuss.
0: Really? File clarity Is that your, c- is that it's your secret? It's my secret I like how I'm acting like I don't know your secret My three-step process it's a wonderful acne wash, bioclarity.com, enter code BRAINCANDY to get $20 off, and you can get your first month for nine ninety five. It has worked wonders for me, and I recommend it to everyone, and it's risk-free, so try it and see if it works for you, and uh, you'll thank me later. Someone oh, just yeah. did today on Twitter again. I love
1: that. I love when people thank you.
0: I actually have gotten a lot of feedback from people on all kinds of things that we promote or talk about or whatever, and... It's so encouraging because it seems like we're on the same page as our listeners. So I think that you will love it because it's na- they they always say on their um, Instagram it's naturally better and I'm like heck yeah it is. It's made without garbage in it. It's got detoxifying agents and the magic of Floralux. I love that. BioClarity.com nine ninety five for your first month with code BRAINCANDY. All right. All um, right. Okay, what's your first topic? So the the drugs is a perfect segue because uh, <laughs>
1: you know as, yeah, as sorry
0: BioClarity, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, sorry. Uh, but the FDA just recently uh, okayed studies, like I think they're like phase three, which means you can try it on humans, like in a controlled study um, using ecstasy. To cure depression. Oh, I saw that headline. Insane results. That's the really the successful trials are really surprising. So it says after three doses of MDMA administered under a psychiatric this is not people, let me just clarify, it's not people popping some pills and then going and listening to Avicii, and then their depression is gone. That's an, It's in a clinical environment under the care of a psychiatrist. So you're working through, you're like processing things, and it's low dose. And so um, under psychiatrist guidance, the patient reported a 56% decrease of severity of symptoms on average, one study found. By the end of the study, two-thirds no longer met the criteria for having PTSD, And this is my favorite part: is that follow up examinations found that improvements lasted more than a year after therapy. That's incredible. That's the real hard thing is making it stick. And so I I want to talk with you and ask you how you feel about uh, these kind of these drugs that maybe we've labeled as recreational being used, um, you know, in clinical uh, trials and to help things like this. What do you think about that?
0: I mean. I'm all for it, and I really don't understand the difference. You could probably help me between why one drug is allowed in the medical community and these other ones are not. Do you know the differentiation? Yeah. Well, drugs are
1: classified
0: as... Uh, like in
1: categories. In categories. Yeah. so you have, And that usually goes by how uh, likely it is to get addicted to them, how... Dangerous the side effects are. Like a lot of drugs, if taken, if you take too many, you die. So they're controlled substances. And it's like part of the Controlled Substance Act. So they just monitor anything. Basically, all the stuff that has like the really good side effects, they keep track of.
0: And they didn't do a very good job with opioids.
1: No, they did a terrible job with opioids. I absolutely agree. And that was one where. New drugs came on the market before, and that's, I think, one of the most difficult things with this whole categorizing of drugs is that there's stuff being invented and chemical drugs being invented so fast that you can't even keep up with making everything illegal because all you have to do is change one chemical component and it's a whole new drug and that's legal and it there's all this whole gray area um, So it it really just often labels a lot of drugs that can be used for things that are good as bad. Like what? Like okay, pot was a control a a, a level. What Why was it? though? Because it's not addictive. Well, and pot was the big reason behind that was the pharmaceutical industry. That's what everybody says. That when I, and I, this is, you know, of course my, this is not just my opinion, I should say, is that uh, on my very first day of psychopharmacology, at the graduate level, I went into class being taught by a doctor who said that the very first thing he taught us was what happened with the butter and margarine industries in the early 1900s, and basically... The butter dairy companies labeled margarine as like poison. They said this is they shut down and like almost destroyed an entire industry because of it competed with their industry. Mm -hmm. So the same kind of thing, and there was a whole story behind it. And the whole deal is the exact same thing applies to the pot industries that the the pharmaceutical companies just slapped a label on it as being dangerous and bad because it was a direct competitor.
0: I don't understand that, though, because they can make so much money as we've seen with Colorado and elsewhere. But I think it's too easy for
1: the the little guy can make it. Like, you can can make it. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, I can grow lettuce, too, but I still like going to Bettelino's kitchen down the road. I (laughs) totally
1: agree with that. I think they just don't have the handle in the market. Yeah. And so they just, it just gets, because obviously we that is to me so ridiculous how at the federal level, something is a schedule three, I think that's how it is, schedule narcotic. And there's, and there's also, if it's schedule, I think three, it says there's no known medical um, Benefit. uses. Yeah. Benefits for it, which we all know is baloney. Right. And then you turn around and you have like a third of the states who not only say that it's beneficial, but legalize Mm. it recreationally.
0: Like, come on. My grandma always used to say, you got to be smarter than your doctor. And it's so true because, Mm. you know, as wonderful as the good parts about the medical industry are, you really have to be aware of what is at stake here yeah, and that- You know, there's a lot of different variables and components that contribute to diagnoses and prescriptions and all that stuff. Oh,
1: my – I was just meeting with my – or hanging out with my uh, father-in-law – and he was saying that he went to one knee doctor. who was like, yeah, we're going to have to take out the whole thing. We're going to have to replace your knees. You're going to need surgery on it, blah, blah, blah. He went to another guy and was like, it's not even your knee. Your bone is bruised above the knee. And once that heals, your knees can be fine. Just stop running for a couple weeks. Wow. And everything was fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what do you... What? Right. What do you think about the ecstasy thing? Oh, I think... Uh. You know, I, I
1: feel like... There are I feel like you really need to do these studies. I think they're very, very important. And I think it's also really important to educate the masses on the actual effects of long-term use of drugs. Because I think that it's really easy for people to say, oh, then XC is good, blah, 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 I'll take some. And I we all know it will put holes in your brain. Like, I am terrified of the stuff and... Don't think any of that's good, but you have to weigh out the consequences. If the other option is suicide because this guy's been suffering from PTSD for years and has a shell of a human being and says, if it weren't for ecstasy, I would be dead. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. You should definitely be using that in the right environment and in a controlled place. You know, I just think knowledge is everything, and I think study is the best way. To, you know, find out what we need to know.
0: Yeah. Well, I have something that our listeners want to have us talk about. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I've gotten so many emails about this. And I mentioned it to you before. But And we haven't mentioned it in an episode before, but not at length. This email in particular is from Elise. And um, she wants us to talk about the Mandela effect. Which is that... Uh-huh. You've mentioned this
1: to me a couple <clears throat> times.
0: Yeah. There's this uh, theory that we are living within an al- alternate universe uh, or in the middle of two universes that are merging. Mm-hmm. And so things are showing up differently than people remember very vividly them to be. For example,
1: J.C. I get,
0: I get goosebumps when you say it to me. I don't know
1: why. I love it.
0: J.C. Yeah. Pennies is really now spelt with an E-Y at the end rather than penny like the coin. And they said growing up it was penny like the coin. J-C-P-E-N-N.
1: Yeah, I would say it's like penny like the coin.
0: There are now six people in the car when JFK was shot when most people can only recall four.
1: That's weird. That I don't understand.
0: The world map has changed a lot. Specifically, South America has shifted far to the east and gotten smaller. That was, I saw that when, uh, like, what a map actually looks
1: like when the countries are the right size. And I read something that said because Europe had been making maps for so long, they made Africa very small and Europe much bigger. And Africa, if you put it next to America, it's like way bigger.
0: Yeah, it's not even just Africa, it's the geographic South. It's like racist. It's basically it really is. wherever brown people live, they make it uh, smaller. And oh. Jane Elliott, my hero, the racist uh, racism activist. That's horrible that if you combine racism activists, You get racist activists. Yeah. I know. As soon as you said that, I was like, she's the opposite of everything racism that you're about to say. Racism activist um, points out that that map was used in schools and still is yeah, sometimes. It is. I, I was shocked. You know, and now, uh, how about Oscar Meyer Wiener? How do you think that you spell Meyer? M-A-Y-E-R. M-A-Y-E-R. <gasps> I wish I was an Oscar Meyer Wiener. Wait. What's that song I uh, yeah, you're saying it. Wait, let me. But sing. You're, everything you're saying is proving what this is. Okay, let me sing the song. Sing it. What's the one of my my Baloney? has a first name It's O-S-E-A-R. My Baloney has a second name. It's M E Y E R. Is
1: it E or A? I always said M E Y E R, but then I said A first. No, no, I said A, and
0: M A Y. It's I would M E. Get out.
1: No, it's M A.
0: E- oh, okay. <laughs> now, I was about to believe in the Mandela effect. And my point Yeah, come on.
1: No, I think I did the two E's. Hmm.
0: But, okay, let me get through this, and then we'll discuss why this is all ridiculous. Okay, sorry. Okay. Coke Zero has never been named or branded Coke Zero. It's always been Coca-Cola Zero.
1: Oh, okay potato potato
0: fruit loops has never been spelt fruit loops it's always been misspelled as f-r-o-o-t loops
1: yeah i knew that one
0: hitler is now a blue-eyed man which before he has always had brown eyes
1: does he have brown
0: eyes what did he have i guess i don't know he's always in black and white how do i (gasps) know what i what color his eyes are like the videos are always in black and white. I don't look at color pictures of Hitler. What, do, what, I, what are we doing here? What, she had a large question. But so this touched out, up photos. People always talk about the Berenstein Bears and how it's it, when they were growing up, it was Steen, S T E I N, but now it's everyone it. says. It's like, I
1: swear it's S T E.
0: Yeah, but that's just because how we pronounced
1: it. Yeah, but when I know when I look at it, look at that with it missing. But I'm showing her a picture of the E missing. Which know. should be an A. But it's it should be an E.
0: Okay, but then more recently it became this thing about how Sinbad and Shaquille O'Neal can, were conflated. Cause one of them was in a movie called Either Shazam or Kazam. I yeah. don't know which one's the real one. Kazam.
1: Okay. Wait. Shazam.
0: Thanks. <laughs> but
1: also Sinbad was also in a movie where he played a genie. <clears throat> so I think they're just getting their terrible <laughs> this 90s is movies mixed up. the funniest
0: thing. So Sinbad was not in a movie. What? It's Kazam, and it's with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, but Wait. Sinbad was in a
1: movie. And also when I was little, my brother couldn't pronounce Sinbad, so he called it Simpad, <laughs> And he named his hamster Simpad. So I had Simpad the hamster.
0: So it says Snopes.com. Did Sinbad play a genie? Yeah.
1: I think he did in some movie, no?
0: False. The movie oh. is Shazam from the 90s starring... S- 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 oh, the movie Shazam from the 90s starring Sinbad was not a real movie. Um, a popular internet theory holds that actor David Adkins, better known as the comedian Sinbad, I never knew that was his name. What? His name's David. David. Played a genie in a popular children's yeah. movie released sometime in the 90s called Shazam. Um, no, I knew that was Shaq.
1: How about this one? This is good for you because it's, like, around where you grew up. Uh, What is the theme song to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? How's it go?
0: Aw. It's
1: a beautiful... Day in the neighborhood. No. What? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood.
0: Oh. Doesn't that feel like it doesn't fit? It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Yeah, it seems like it's the... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. I love Mr. Rogers, by the way.
1: I know you do. I gave Susie a Mr. Rogers magnet where you can change his clothes and oh, put yeah, his sweater I on that and out. off.
0: I still have that. Like, waiting to be put up. What? Yeah, it is. This neighborhood. Weird. You know, okay.
1: Won't you I got be one for my ya. neighbor? What about Hannibal Lecter never said, Hello, Clarice. Don't you remember him saying, Hello, Clarice? Yeah. Hello, Clarice.
0: Yeah, so... What universe did that happen in? No, see, you're buying into it. And what I'm trying to say is this is just evidence of what we already know, which is our memories are garbage. Well, I do know that. Our memories are garbage. And, that you know, very similar things, they get repeated. So, like, if you hear somebody say it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood 50 times since your childhood and you haven't watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, then that (gasps) becomes the new memory. Snow White never
1: said mirror, mirror on the wall. The correct line is magic mirror on the wall.
0: That is weird.
1: (laughs) Keep getting sucked back into this goddamn Mandela effect. I know. I'm really curious about this. I wonder why we feel it so strongly that...
0: Well, because people want to believe that their memory is accurate, and that's yeah, why but when witness it's like text... a collective.
1: I guess, I guess you're right.
0: So during this grab bag episode, we've talked about a lot of things, but we should talk about something that brings a little joy to our life, like flowers. Love them, and you know what? We're so we're
1: so into the farm and table kind of stuff. Yeah, shouldn't our far- flowers also be farm
0: and table and artisan floral bouquets? Oh, you're so cute, Sarah. She loves her little farm. I picture you like Laura Ingalls running through like a prairie of flowers. Right. And <laughs> since I don't have a prairie available, yeah. the next best thing is books.com. Books.com. dot scom Use code BRAINCANDY. Get 20% off your first order. And P.S., Valentine's Day is coming up. Get somebody some freaking flowers.
1: Yes. What are you doing? Or just surprise them with them for no That's reason at all.
0: Why? Wait. Celebrate love whenever, Right. Yeah, I just man. came up with that. I just came up with that.
1: You know what else they do that I didn't know about? What? Weddings and big events. I didn't know that. You can save up to 80% Wait,
0: off. Wait, where did you come up with this? At books.com. <laughs> you, I'm I kind no of upset idea. that I
1: didn't do, use them for my wedding.
0: Oh, right. Well, hey, yes. the next one. <laughs> so,
1: you know, they do that, just so you know.
0: Well, also, they're green and socially responsible, which I really love. So go to books.com, dot com, and get 20% off your order using code brain Candy, people. All right. Let's get back to the show. Oh,
1: oh, this is really fascinating. Okay. So I have color graphemace synesthesia, which is where you relate colors to numbers. So when I hear the number four, I don't just think of the number four. I think of red. When I hear two, I think yellow, three, <clears throat> green, blah, blah, blah. And these people who experienced this were studied at length, and by the University of Texas. I myself participated in the study as well. You
0: did not? I did. Oh my god, I love they it. They
1: connected a, uh, they you know it's got so a whole weird. bunch of data from a whole bunch of people, and found that people who were born in the late part of the seventies all had the same exact color grapheme synesthesia around the same set of letters A through F, I think, or H, whatever. And they found out that those were the exact same colors that the Fisher-Price set in 1978 was. So those people who were... And, oh my God, this goes so deep because uh, there's another podcast that I'll have to put up the link in our newsletter too that talks more about this. But it talks about how... This is the really the only proof of something that's lasting. And it's something that we don't even – because our memories aren't lasting. We can't recall things correctly. There's really nothing like what can we even trust? We can't trust our own thoughts. We can't trust – like what is the true essence of us if we if our memories aren't even correct and if we access them at different times? So they said maybe color graph may synesthesia. Maybe people who have synesthesia, that's like whatever started that is like the true – you, because that doesn't go away. You know, no matter what you do to somebody, they still have that color <laughs> word um, connection. Mm-hmm. So it just goes. So, but it was so easy to influence by just something like a little set of blocks. If you just caught them at like the most perfect time. Are so, you? I'm
0: sorry. When you you said the Fisher Price set. Yes, you mean a blocks like a block set. So the block
1: set, so A was green, blue was two, whatever. I freaking love this story. So the block set from the 70s matched... After they did a huge data search of all these people, they found out this precise... People who were infant or toddlers, when Fisher-Price came out with this set, have color are more likely to have color graph mesesthesia and all with the same... So what my whole point is, is that maybe all these things... That we see, maybe there was some commercial that where maybe Wendy's came out with a commercial where they were doing a mock of the movie uh, Silence of the Lambs and they said, Hello, Clarice, in the commercial that was doing a mock of it. So now everybody remembers the commercial that was like spoofing it. So your memory isn't the real version, it's like the spoof because you never know what. Until you do a huge study, you never know where the memory stems from. And for these people who were so locked into their color made synesthesia, it stemmed from a freaking set of blocks.
0: That is so interesting. I so love I'm going to post the link to this episode because you guys are your mind is going to blow up when you hear She's it. She's going to put it in the newsletter. Um, Some people have trouble, which means we really need to change our website because so many people are having trouble figuring out how to sign up. If you go to thebraincandypodcast.com, it's right in the center of the front page. It's a little bar where you can put in your email address. And as soon as you submit it, you're signed up for the newsletter. So I should make that. Maybe people see them so often. They're like,
1: they learn to tune them out. Just like how your nose is always in view, but because you see it so much, (laughs) you don't really notice it. Like maybe because you visit so many websites, that little box. It's on every single website you visit, but, but now you learn are, to ignore pop-up it. It's a pop
0: up too. Like if, especially, I think if you're on your laptop, <sighs> it pops up. So anyway, we send out a newsletter after each episode because we talk about so much crap that people want to know the links to everything. I'll put so out Sarah, the article
1: on the ecstasy that is really interesting drug. Uh, the synesthesia. Okay, one. let me
0: entertain though this theory, the Mandela effect. Okay, because I just think it's what we're saying, where the memory. Conflates different things over time and memories are notoriously unreliable. Witness testimony is garbage. Garbage. Because there's so many things that inform how you interpret information. Yes. That to say that yours is truth with a capital T is is false. With a capital F. With a capital F. So, but for the sake of this show, what if... It's true that there's some sort of funky thing going on in the universe. Is it possible, Sarah?: I believe that because I think math and all that matches up. i th-
1: I'm a quantum theorist, like I really believe that there are <clears throat> ten different dimensions in an eleventh being time. like we live across at least ten different dimensions. Well, so you I don't think- know how. I don't know what those look like. I don't know what the rules are for them. I don't know how, like, but I just think that there's, you know, I got a lot of, that big hydron
0: collider in Geneva has got to be
1: doing something.
0: Wait, what is that? I forget.
1: It is the, uh, it's a huge, well, hydron collider where they're colliding particles into each other and they have to make it really big so they can get them going fast enough to almost like simulate the Big Bang. Yeah, And they measure the energy before the, Uh, interaction and they measure the energy afterwards and if there's any difference in the amount of energy, like if there's less since you can't create energy or destroy energy, that means that energy went somewhere else and is now living somewhere else, which means it has to have another dimension to go to so they're just like slamming a whole bunch of particles together hoping something will happen and there's been, you know, mild success, that's when they came up, and I don't know the details of it because this is like I'd have to be a real physics nerd to know this. Um, But that's when the Higgs boson particle was discovered. Right. So.
0: Well, so do you think it's possible then that like these things did happen and now they're different? Yeah. Or I think it's possible
1: that there's some weird time fold, like some weird time loop. Like I I think it's more likely when people say, oh, we're going to be visited by aliens. I think it's more like people are going to be like, Sarah, you're nuts. When they listen to me talk about this, I think it's more likely that we've been visited by people from the future, by time travelers, than by. Uh, I know, Susie's rolling her eyes. She can't even take it. Look, what? How can you say no? Because if you were to show a caveman a cell phone, he'd be like, you're crazy. So what? what so if I. I <laughs> why is this not? Maybe it's like a next oh, I see. evolution okay. of. Mankind and what we're capable of And I think if we're able I I just don't put it I'm past not us.
0: laughing at you
1: You can though
0: <laughs> I understand I So I have no I, I should really look and see if this still exists But back in the, the uh, early days of the internet This would have been I don't know, 2002 It's not that early But like way different than it is now Yeah There was a website devoted to this guy named John Titor
1: Oh goodness
0: I think it was spelled T-I-T-O-R Uh-huh And he is a time alleged time traveler. Oh. (laughs) And if you I got really into I feel like I know (laughs) what you're talking about.
1: Hold on, let me see. Didn't you didn't you tell me a story once I talk about it? Of
0: a guy who you went to class with. Oh, about yeah. A watch. Yes. Tell that story right now. Oh, okay. This is such a good story. <laughs> and it is johntitor.com, T-I-T-O-R. It still exists! And it looks like it was from the past. Look. Well. see it. Or maybe that's how all websites look in the future. Ooh, okay, so I was Alaska. waiting in, uh, when I was an undergrad at the University of Pittsburgh outside of a class. And this you know how there's non-traditional students that are like 9,000 years old? <laughs> And this guy, he was that, and he came up to me, and I had seen him in previous classes. And
1: One time, I want the non-traditional student to just be an alligator. <laughs>
0: Something that's actually not... <laughs> right. He wasn't just old. He was also a dinosaur. Yeah. So, um, he came up to me and asked for the time, and I told him, and then he didn't leave, which is, you know, after you tell mm. someone the time...
1: They walk away. That
0: is your cue to remove yourself from my presence. Your services are no longer needed. (laughs) And he just stood there. And, um, you know, me, that kills me. Like, we got to fill the dead air. (laughs) And so luckily he did. And he said, "Um, I've traveled into the farthest depths of the past and the future. (laughs) And? And I was like, really? Well, what was it like? And not good. And st- basically, I was like, why did you do it? Yeah. And he <laughs> said,
1: God, you're so inquisitive. And
0: he said he went to go find the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. Did he find it? No, but he did tell me all about his time machine, how he constructed uh, it. Mm. He was literally probably, must have been late 70s, maybe 80 years wow. old. I mean, this guy was not a young buck. And taking um,
1: college courses.
0: <laughs> right well so the class was origins of christianity that's mm-hmm. why he was in the class because he wanted to learn about he the Ark of the covenant info. yes he was just doing some research for his you know class what's travel.
1: Funny? you know those those movies that come out like like kind of like uh uh oh god what's the one with tom hanks and the and the were like angels and demons and the,
0: the oh yeah the da vinci code the da vinci code yeah
1: I mean, what if, like, there are people out there who are, like, really living these stories and this guy's, like, one of them. Right. He's like, you guys don't even know. In another scene, Tom
0: Hanks is running through a library. You, so you're a believer? Not in your time-traveling friend. <laughs> well, my, the irony for me was that if you were a time <gasps> traveler, wouldn't you wear a watch?
1: Or not care about what time it
0: was. I mean, or really care? No, you would wear a watch. You would have seventeen watches on you, one for each. Okay. I just love that that was his opener was about the watch what time. Do you have was. the time?
1: Not but, like it matters.
0: So <laughs> who cares? It's like on Friends. I always do this. People are like so sick of my friend stuff. But one time they were like measuring something, and they were like, "Well, maybe the ruler's wrong." And Phoebe's like, "What if all the rulers are wrong?" <laughs> Titor.com. You can read about him. Let me tell you the summary. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. On November 2nd, 2000, a person calling themselves Time Travel underscore zero and later John Titor started posting on public forum that he was a time traveler from the year 2036. And he posted pictures of the time machine and his operations manual. Mm -hmm. And the weeks went by questioning about the physics of time travel. Mm -hmm. And then on March 21st, 2001, he told us he would be leaving our, our world and returning in 2036. Wait, what year is he leaving? He left in 2001. And that's when this website kind of like petered out.
1: And he's coming back in 2036? Mm-hmm. Dang. Let me see his website again. I better put that in my it's iCal.
0: The John Titor Times. <laughs> that's what it's called.
1: John John Titor is definitely running this. <laughs>
0: Well, one time, this is a separate issue, but one time I met this guy at a football game, and I thought he was super cute back in college, and I asked him his name, and he told me it was Craig Newmansky and then I went home and told my mom about him and stuff, and she, was, she goes, that's not a name, <laughs> and I was like, what? New, right. Newman, Newmansky? Yeah. who's to say that's not a name? Right, that sounds like a name. But I think John Titor, Titor, not a name. who knows anyone named T-I-T-O-R, Titor?
1: <laughs> you know what's so funny is Susie, you're like one of those people well you know what i could probably say this about both of us where we have so many bizarre stories <laughs> that if we just told them to people that we met on the bus stop they wouldn't believe 90 percent of it they'd be like no he doesn't have you don't have that or that you're just making. Wait, you mean about peg's voice mail? just everything just Peg's voicemail, meeting time travelers. That's true. Just like normal, when, like what people said when they said that my mom dated the janitor from the breakfast club. Yeah.
0: Just like weird stories. Well, because you save them. Like we don't talk about them and then it just comes out later. <laughs> like years later, we've known each other and then it's like, oh, oh did I God. tell you about the time traveler that's going to look for the Ark <laughs> of the Covenant? <copies?" laughs> I was real concerned about missing the next class. Part of it, I think, is because we are people, A, who look friendly. We look like people that would be nice to talk to Mm -hmm. or not, Mm -hmm. but we look that way. And then we're girls. Girls are more prone to getting, like, discussions. In fact, I was – my friend is a chef, and he was telling me how this guy comes in all the time and, like, wants to talk to him about the restaurant and whatever, and he stands there and is so annoying and blah, blah, blah. And I go, you're describing every day for every woman in the whole world. Because <laughs> men are always like weirdly trying to talk to us. And you can oh, always tell when they're like. Don't talk to me about weird stuff. and <laughs>
1: Or anything. Or anything.
0: <laughs> right. But anyway. yeah. Um, so I think we're more prone to having these things happen. But I think. A lot of our listeners probably have stories, too. I know they do. They just don't know they're weird because they're used to them. And people
1: should just... Bl- I think, you know, what you and I do is we just blurt out the stories that, you know... Rem- so people just need to blurt out their story more often.
0: Yeah, That's share. Funny. Karen, share. Um. Okay, let me think. I did have one other thing I want to share with you. Well, I have the other word written down here that I wanted to share. What? Oh, my God! Okay. Go ahead.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because didn't you put up a tweet the other day that said, this is our face over what's trending on Twitter? This is our face? Yeah. It was like
0: you, Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam, that was what, my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. What was that over? Golden
1: Shower. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought that was a joke, that Golden Showers was trending on Twitter. No. So I had to look, and sure
0: enough. That, you mean my post was how you found out about this? Frenzy? Th- not even... that. Not even the day of, the day after. Like, I found out about this yesterday. I mean, when, when as soon as it happened, my brother texted me and he was like, get on Twitter.
1: Oh, Cause my Because he gosh. knew that
0: I would want to see.
1: Can you believe all this? Oh, yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, that. I can.
0: Fucking freak show.
1: So what do you think? Just, do, you like, do you think Trump likes to get pissed on or do you think he likes to watch other people? get and pee it all over.
0: No, I think he likes to get peed on. Woo! That's what it said, right? That he had these hookers um, come in and pee on him in the bed that Obama slept on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. It all makes sense now. That's what my husband said. Yeah. He and And you
1: know, he said, my husband was like, we were walking through the airport today and he's like reading things through the news. And he's like, no, I am the last person who's a conspiracy theorist. But this would make a lot of things make sense. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like men understand this more because when it was like the whole sexual harassment, like like a woman was the one who was the victim of all of... Like they seem to not care when Trump was, uh, you know, this whole locker room talk or whatever. But it seems like they can really feel what it feels like to, I don't know. Have You're saying that have, they feel
0: sorry for him?
1: No, I don't think they feel it's, it's more severe. Like this has made people like, Oh, what? Like I, from men, I but feel like this is, is, I feel like for men, I'm, the, this is getting more of a rise or like they're, they're more like, Oh my God, this is
0: then the sexual
1: harassment was.
0: I don't get it because even though I, I've, put on Twitter, this is the first time in two months I've been truly happy, but (laughs) like it's not illegal. The part about him wanting to be peed on, I don't understand it. It's probably not the first,
1: uh, what's his name? Had a, uh, was a crossdresser.
0: Oh yeah. Not FBI guy. Yeah. J Edgar Hoover was a little kinkster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He, well he, and it makes sense because he was the FBI director that was super paranoid. And he was always like trying to find other people's girls. Yeah, there you go. And I can see that now with uh, mm-hmm. P. Otis. Get it? Oh my God. P. Otis.
1: P. Otis.
0: I mean, I feel the so blessed. Hashtag blessed. Just won't they write stop. themselves. They write themselves. There were so many. Adam is like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, Twitter hasn't been this good in no. about a year. No. It was so funny. There were so much Because everything Trump owns is golden. Every, oh, my I mean, God. Every picture is of him sitting on a golden thing. Yes, it is. There's like an ad of him oh where he God. says, I never miss a golden opportunity. No! <laughs> yes. And then people were saying like, I bet every anniversary for Donald and Melania is a golden. Golden anniversary. I mean, oh come God. on. It's low for hanging fruit, but yeah. come on. I don't think... Would you ever let somebody pee on you? I'm not into that. I'm not into that either. No, that's not for me at all. I mean, I like to pee in the shower. Well, yeah, everyone does. There are only two types of people in this world: people who pee in the shower,
1: and people who lie about <laughs> peeing in the shower.
0: <laughs> what if I had said, "I well, I don't really take showers," but what if I had I said, know, "I was going to say you. I would never." What that's, if I was like, "Why pee in the tub? <laughs> yeah, right. Just bathe in it."
1: When I was in high school, or not, yeah, high school too. When I played on the water polo team. I don't think I ever got out of the bat out of the pool to use the bathroom. Did anyone? No. Because why would you? There's no. chlorine in there. And then we we would all like throw around statistics and be like, "Well, you know, uh, chlorine dissolves pee in six seconds." Every time I it was a different amount of seconds. Sometimes it was 0. .6 seconds. I just like
0: we're gonna get mail from people that are like, "That's disgusting. I can't believe it." Well, oh, you know what? Save it. I don't oh, want to hear oh. about it.
1: Oh, you want to know a gross challenge story? When Always. It, yes, when we were on the. Uh cutthroat challenge in Prague. They didn't have a pool, but they gave us a spa, an above ground spa in the backyard. That, you know, like like jacuzzi tub. One night, you know, as we do, we got really sloshed and went in there. There must have been this is the night where Laurel and Paula made out. The night where Laurel yelled at Big Easy.
0: Mm. Very big, famous. Yeah, big night. Big yeah, night. Big
1: night. Not a single individual got up to pee that entire time we were in that tub. There must have been 14 people in and out there. The next morning, the water was no joke, brown, like brownish yellow. (laughs) They had to drain the whole entire thing and it was beyond what could have been cleaned. There's no filter. It was like a freestanding hot tub. No. Yes. Like there was not, it was not connected to a water source. What? Yeah, so we were basic, basically in the same water that just kept sloshing around with some bubbles and some jets. That is so. You were in a toilet. We were in a human toilet. <laughs> and so, that as is such a great metaphor Paula for the challenge. Is making out with Laurel. They're basically making out in a a porta potty.
0: That is still so no it really is the metaphor for the show. Yeah, it is. it so, really is. And it looks great on television. So there you go. Wow. Good story, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to add?
1: Hmm. We are talking about golden showers. Oh, I did have drugs. one more thing.
0: Which let me see. Oh, so this is a pet peeve of mine. Oh, tell me. I love getting pet, pet peeve. Pee. You're just everything. P pee. P- P- That's why I kill it at <gasps> twitter.com. Um, <laughs> uh I just keep imagining
1: for some reason the image of Donald Trump getting out of a limousine going, hmm. and opening his umbrella with like a pouring down rainstorm of yellow is all I see in my head.
0: Well, then yesterday when he was leaving to fly somewhere, the jets on the runway, the trucks on the runway gave him a water salute and it was just like hoses no! like spraying his no! plane. Yes, Yes! It was so great. Oh my God, the whole world is into it. Yeah. Um, well, okay. My pet peeve is that whenever you go to the house of somebody who prefers that you take off their shoes, you know, some people Uh, prefer that uh and it's a pet peeve of mine. And here's why. First of all, (laughs) poor people usually don't care because their house is like Roseanne's and it's just like. (laughs) <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. That's how it was for me growing You're up. You're lucky if you find both of your shoes on yeah, the way out of it's here. It's like, yeah. you know, whatever. And then rich people, you know, like when I go to Phil Rosenthal's house, yeah. they don't care. You no, go, somebody's
1: going to clean up their house everything's and they'll get great. new carpet.
0: It's just this middle class mm-hmm. and upper middle class thing where they got new carpet and they can not never get new carpet <laughs> again maybe and they cannot <laughs> bear the thought of you wearing your shoes in there. And so... I have a thing where I get—I feel like they're the real terrorists. These people, because mm-hmm. you wear an outfit, especially if you wear long jeans with heels, and then they're like, "Can you take your shoes oh. off?" And then you look like an uh, absolute fool traipsing around their house. There's with, nothing more ridiculous than watching a group of grown ass men in their socks, like Larry David said on yeah. *Curb Your Enthusiasm*, Tratter in their socks. I am on Team Larry. Uh huh. But then there's lots of people no. that are militant about this. So I read an article about how how it's like, you know, tons of bacteria and that's why you should take your shoes off because like you go out to Chili's and you go, (laughs) that's always my example, yeah, and then you go in the bathroom there and it gets on the bottom of your shoe Ew! And then you come home, True. and you're going to bring your shoes in. Okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what?
1: There's the same disgusting hands are on the disgusting doorknobs, and if you think that way, and I get into moments where I do, you'll become crippled, and you won't. It, it'll take over your life because when I start thinking about germs in a public restroom, I freak out, and then I realize that this is not healthy.
0: So, there's a woman in my life who I hate. And she is a filthy animal and disgusting, and I hate everything about her. And she saw one of those Dateline things where, you know, they do the black light. Oh, but she has one. No. Oh, I thought she saw it on Dateline about how when you flush the toilet, it it splashes up all over your toothbrush. I saw those.
1: Poop particles,
0: and I always
1: tell Landon to close the door because he'll get poop particles and everything.
0: Okay, so when you are about to flush the toilet, even if it's just pee, do you insist on putting no? The well, she does. Mm. Oh, and she's a sloppy, messy person. Yeah, and she's filthy in every no. way. And when you, I don't like that. Are at her house? If you flush, she'll scream in. Close the lid. It's too late, lady. There's poop particles <laughs> all over your bathroom. What do you want from me? Oh, so I gross. have a pet peeve about people that get um like. They just selectively get mad about whatever it is, whether it's taking your shoes off in their house. You know or- what?
1: I, now that you think of it, have a really messy friend who does the same thing. And I think it might be a take your shoes off one too. And I'm like,
0: bitch, you have a dog sleep in your bed. <laughs> you don't make a dog wipe his fucking <laughs> This paws. is what I mean. If I could, t- I can't tell you because it would reveal who it is. This person is so gross. Let me just say they're, they're a really gross living things in their house that should not be. So no, and yet that, that woman is worried about me putting the toilet seat down. Oh my God. Anyway, that's all for now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, oh. everybody. This turned into a potluck that included both pot and no luck.
1: No, no, but luck. drugs, I I that's the yeah, Mandela drugs.
0: effect, the brain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to link you guys
1: to an awesome other podcast where you can hear all about the uh, synesthesia test uh, I was talking to Susie about. And you can uh, subscribe to our newsletter at thebraincandypodcast.com. Subscribe. You'll get all the juicy details. And, uh, you know, maybe if you're free, uh, leave us a five-star review on uh, Apple. Or uh, uh, what do you call it? iTunes. iTunes. (laughs) Apple. I'm like an old person. Bye, everybody.